You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. And welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. I am your host, the Monster, and I'm doing a sci-fi news. Finally, hopefully, it will be on a weekly basis. But for this week, I'm going to be talking about a lot of cancellations. Supergirl season six will be canceled after that. The Dark Crystal, Rise of the Resistance. Wait, is that the right show? Age of the Resistance. Sorry, crossing the streams here. I'm in between cooking dinner, and I was planning to go running, and I'm like, and it started raining. So I'm like, okay, scrap the running. I'm going to do the podcast before my daughter gets home, while I'm cooking dinner. I'm in a bit of a rush. Age of the Resist, Age of Resist, whatever. Season 1, Dark Crystal, no one was watching, it got canceled, so I'll talk about that in a moment. And no Star Trek movies. Ever. Supposedly. We'll talk about that in a quick moment. So, quick tidbit news. This came out yesterday about uh, Peacemaker, who is going to be on the Suicide Squad, is going to be getting a series on HBO Max. At first, when I was hearing about this, I was, I'm was, i like, uh, you're really kind of shooting yourself in the foot if the fact that if he's getting a series after the movie or thereabouts, then I guess he survived the story but it turns out it's a prequel supposedly an origin story i guess for the peacemaker which is played by john cena in either case i'm super happy again being a dc fan (laughs) but really happy for john cena getting his comeuppance finally because again i i think he has the that thing the je ne sais quoi the that that glow, if you want to go back to Barry Gordon's The Last Dragon, he's got that thing that I think will propel him to be, uh, not maybe not as big as Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but definitely a rising star to watch. So I'm really happy for him. And then, and then, we have Black Widow moved again. What a surprise. So Black Widow, The Internals, all pushed to 2021. We still don't know if Wonder Woman will still be keeping to the December date as well as Dune. But that is something that we have to expect now. I think it's just really only a matter of time before we see December's big blockbusters go out the door. And previous to that, I think November, we're supposed to be seeing James Bond. So who knows if that's going to last. And this just came on my phone just now. The Boy spinoff is in development at Amazon. So, Season 2, which a lot of, I guess, fans or fanboys are complaining that the shows are weekly, as opposed to all being dropped at all at once, because everyone loves Netflix for doing that. But in fairness, I'm enjoying Season 2, but... Okay, so we're going to explore the boy-verse? That's what you want to call that? The 
Spoivers. That sounds a little uh, wrong in that title. Uh, but basically, we're looking at a version of this spin-off series taking place in America's only college for exclusively young adult superheroes. Uh, run by Vought International. This is, again, just came in onto my phone at the time of this recording, so we'll see what happens. Alright, so let's get into it real quick. Supergirl's canceled after Season 6. In all fairness... The demands on her schedule, both emotionally, physically, and every which way but up, can be taxing. Especially when you're the lead of a show. Considering you're supposed to have a lot of the screen time, it's not as if we can start shooting you from the waist up or from, like, you know, the shoulders up and show that you're not pregnant or you're not in the best shape. So putting that aside... I have noticed after this last season, I, I think the, the build-up and the climax between Lena and, and Supergirl, and spoilers, because Lena now knows who Supergirl is, and it was like a, a nice good build-up as to the two of them going at it, and her, Lena trying to devise a way to get back at Supergirl for not telling her about her secret identity, or something to that effect. Mixed with that, the actor, I forget his name, who was playing Jimmy Olsen, left the show after a couple of episodes. I, I think we've really come to a point where, yeah, let's leave after season six. And I'm guessing from what I'm reading is that it's not necessarily like the end of the, the appearance of Supergirl, considering we still have more DC shows coming. Doesn't mean she won't show up on, like, you know, on The Flash or Batgirl or Batwoman, I should say. That was originally slated for the crossover for this year, which who knows whenever that's going to happen. But because Ruby Rose left, who knows if the crossover will happen to kind of do the world's finest situation. So we'll see what happens with that. But I think it's been a, a good run. And it's time to just leave with it being unwelcomed. And I think Arrow really struggled... So the last couple of seasons, I mean, the last season, which was only 10, 10 episodes, which led into the, the Crisis crossover, which was perfect and was the way you go out. Loved it. But again, you have seasons that are just kind of lagging and nothing happens. And yeah, I'm kind of feeling it like that. So even though we had John Cryer as Lex Luthor, love him a lot. I, I think let's just, let's just stop. I'm, I'm good with this. We, we have other shows coming in to the mix, so again, we're good. However, this being on the CW, there, uh, there's possibly speculation that a lot of the CW shows will be moving to HBO Max, so who knows when those contracts go up, we may get a revision of Supergirl. I will be down for that. All right. Dark Crystal, Rise of the Resistance. It is, dark, it is Rise of the Res Resistance. Oh, I'm thinking about the stupid Star Wars ride that was getting confused, but I was thinking, is that a Star Wars title or movie? No, it's never mind. All right. So I saw the first episode. I really wanted to go into a deep dive and explore the world of the Dark Crystal because that's one of my favorite movies. Trevor Jones, not Trevor Howard, Trevor Jones. I'm sure if I look it up in IMDb after I record this, I'm going to punch myself in the nutsack and say, look, stupid. 
get his shit together. But he had an amazing score. I would say I have to finish this season. This is only one. But after watching the first episode, there were no mystics to speak of. Because remember, you have the Skeskis, you have uh, the Gelflings, and you have uh, the Mystics. The Mystics were missing from that first episode. And there was something, and I'm not spoiling this because I don't know or don't spoil it for me. Somehow, there's an, an uh, some kind of evolution from the Gelfling into the Mystics. I don't know. But if you know from the Dark Crystal, the last episode, the last episode, the last, the only one movie... The two of them rejoined. So, I'm wondering if that's the case that happens at least throughout the first season. So, I mean, there are a ton of books that are in my YA section that I'm like, I was really kind of, all right, I'll go into it and I'll do the deep dive. And I started reading the comic books and like, there's a Jim Henson um, really deep dive history book on the Dark Crystal from the movie. And I'm really digging it but i guess you know with everything else you would think with COVID going on that you would watch it anyway but obviously that's not even the case so i I felt right off the bat there were a couple of little nods to the dark crystal which were not cheap shots but you know like the girls have wings only and you have the writers or the walkers i should say and i'm like yeah you kind of took the best parts that I liked of Dark Crystal and threw it in the first episode, and then that's about it. So I didn't really have much interest after that. Alright, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with that. But it's a shame that in this day and age, like when we have Baby Yoda that is both, you know, CG and some effects, but the majority is like a puppet, to see an actual puppet or see Jim Henson's work re- be recreated again, I think is a, a magical thing. I, I watched the Muppets about a week ago, uh, like on, on game night, and the very first movie. And I'm like, even though it's like I think a G-rated movie, it's hysterical, but it's just so wonderful to feel that kind of spirit in his movies. And I think maybe that's what's kind of missing, even though there's definitely a lot of care into producing these the, this new series, but for some reason, it just didn't cross over. So. Maybe just needed to have just a movie and not a series in this case. When I get down the road, maybe I'll talk about that when I'm done uh, later on with my podcast. Later on in 2021, 22, who knows. Let's talk about Paramount deciding not to do any more Star Trek movies. It's no surprise to me as a big fan that the movies have been kind of not been doing as great. Love the first one. Second one, I will, uh, no, no no way I'm going to talk about that. But I love Star Trek Beyond. After that, you know, are we going to do Star Trek 4? Chris, the two Chris's wanted more money. Rightly so, but are we going to then unify the the Kelvin timeline and go restore everything back? That that would have been great, but we're not going to get that. That's the problem. Second, because of Alex Kurtzman, who is heading the current batch of Star Trek series episodes like Star Trek Discovery and Lower Decks and Star Trek Picard, and eventually we'll get Star Trek Stranger, Strange New Worlds. 
Out of all that, the only thing I'm really looking forward to is Strange New Worlds because it's Pike on the Enterprise. I think what Paramount is trying to do, Alex has a five-year contract. I don't think they want to renew it after it expires, but that won't be until 2023. So his contract started at uh, 2018. So 2023 is possibly when we'll see a clean slate, perhaps. Or a way to kind of retcon and like not even discuss what had happened in the Kurtzman verse era. Because to me, it, it has nothing to do with paying an homage to what was done before because it hasn't. I don't think it's done in a very respectful way. We'll see what happens. Because Star Trek is a great property. It's a great fandom to be part of. And to me, it hasn't felt like that in years. Much like with Star Wars and how the last uh, Rise of Skywalker hasn't helped. I think this new batch of properties hasn't helped, in my opinion. We'll see what happens. But I'm pretty sure after 2023, we will get a resurgence of Star Trek again after this current batch of shows have gone. And I think you can do what HBO Max has done or what Disney Plus is going to do is basically have the movies on the big screen whenever we get there and have the smaller screen play off the streaming services. So you have Disney doing the MCU on the big screen as well as the Disney Plus series having like shows like WandaVision. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. should have done after the first season, but failed to do so for whatever reason. But, again, I would say that last half of the first season, after you watch The Winter Soldier, it is fantastic. I enjoyed that tremendously, even after watching uh, the whole series, except for the last series season. But going read back and going watching that half again, it's fantastic. And then we also, as I mentioned, the HBO Max with uh, Suicide Squad, and you have the the Peacemaker series. And who knows, you know, if we're going to get, you know, more shows like that that will have that uh, that that synergy that you would want to have in your organization. And besides that, CBS All Access that's also changing too. So soon that's going to be known as Paramount Plus, which I hate Plus. All around, because it's like, remember when Ghostbusters came out and everything was, you know, hyphen busters, like, have this giant Coke, thirst busters, and they're like, stop doing that. So that plus is really annoying the hell out of me. So stop with the pluses. Stop making it, stop making fetch happen. Although I did have, if you see my Instagram, the toaster strudel has Mean Girls on it, and it has a pink frosting, and I bought it because you see the word fetch on it, and I was like, see, this is what happens when you try to make fetch happen after all these years, except don't make plus happen anymore, I'm tired of plus, all right, so again, 2023, or pretty much anything after 2020, things will be positive all around everywhere, the worlds will unite, all right, so on that note, Upcoming podcasts, Gene and I are going to be talking about 
Cobra Kai Season 1 and 2, as well as some thoughts about what we'll expect whenever Season 3 happens. We have also Bill and Ted Face the Music, which we also will review Bill and Ted 1 and 2. We also have to finish The Boys Season 2 whenever that's done. I do want to review Lovecraft Season for Season 1. Raised by Wolves also for Season 1. I want to review that, as well as Tenet, which I may go into... The drive-in, either maybe tomorrow or this weekend, who knows. Or watch uh, The New Mutants. Just because, you know. Just because. It's Maisie. Maisie Williams. So, on that note, I am done with the Sci-Fi News Podcast. I I did say it's going to be short, but this is about average for the time I plan to record. And there's my cat. So, cats live on this podcast. Alright, so... Follow me on the various social networks. Remember, you can always email me. Shut up. On the various social... <laughs> Remember, you can always email me at monstersci-fi-show at gmail.com. I almost forgot my own tag. It's my show. I should know this. <sighs> All right. So, thank you for listening to me and to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. Good night. Claire here with a special announcement. Contrary to popular belief, I didn't cancel Dr. Geek's laboratory. It fell into development purgatory thanks to MacGuffinite crystals or some such science from fiction nonsense. I've put an end to that. I locked all the staff inside the laboratory for the duration of the crisis. Now they can create 24-7 without petty distractions like home lives or free will. Look for new Dr. Geek episodes coming soon. The gay dynamics last up against the wall when the robots rise. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.